hello there and good evening, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. It is I, Mr. Warren Hayes, of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. You know the drill, but the drill is a little cuckoo crazy because it's a Sunday evening and usually Mr. Warren Hayes doesn't come over screaming in your ears on a nice calm Tuesday evening after you've had wonderful Sunday dinner with your family, perhaps some friends, close friends of the family, you know, the kind that you want over during these, you know, these types of gatherings where everyone sits down and you don't want your embarrassing friends, you know, the guys who hang out at the pool halls on Friday night. No, 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 no. Maybe that's the kind of evening that you've had and I'm excited to have that type of evening tonight talking about the G1 Climax 30 with 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 my dinner guests the people that I'd like to have around my dinner table my my spread come come taste my spread Anthony Souter and JPQ <laughs> two are two guys who've recently retired from <laughs> podcasting them cunts, but <laughs> Say that I, I love that how there's so many innuendos that you didn't take a breath and I couldn't jump in as you talk about your spread <laughs> and you don't come on yep. this early as we talk about a show that has a climax. I am so excited to have you guys on. That's the kind that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of situation I'm in right now. I'm just I'm just too hype about it. Uh, but I'm really, really glad to have both of you here. JPQ, of course, formerly of the No Particular uh, Angle podcast, uh, and Anthony Souter, formerly of Smart to Death. But it wouldn't be G1 season if I didn't talk to these guys here and start kicking it off. You know, still, still wrestling fans, still, still, still guys who are excited about what's coming forward with the with the GQ, the GQ. I mean, G, I'm always excited to see who's on the cover of GQ. But as far as the G1 goes, that's what I'm most excited talking about. Um, uh, first of all, what, what was it, John? Uh, how have you been doing, friend? How are things? Uh, how are things been hanging since you've uh, you've hung up the mic? I um, the mic is hung, and that's uh, that's good. It's it's one of those things where. Uh, I'm doing well, Warren. I, I appreciate you reaching in and checking on me. Uh, it's been a minute or two, mm -hmm. and we get to G1 season. And before I even have the opportunity to reach out about a, or about a potluck, you, my friend, put on a three-course meal bringing me and Anthony back out of retirement to talk to you one more time. Do this one more time as the Blazer Bros uh, talking G1 Climax. And I wouldn't do it with anybody else but you, pal. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, good sir. I'm really glad you're here. Very, very glad you're here. Just as I'm happy that you're here as well, Anthony, Anthony Souter, Smart to Death. Again, mm -hmm. a, 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 another podcast into the uh, the great annals of wrestling podcast history. I did say annals. And uh, the um, <laughs> what's how's life been with you, Anthony? Fatherhood, uh, um, uh, career, sports, beverages? Well... <laughs> My my morning started with my son waking me up at 830 in the morning as I found out today he could climb up his bassinet oh. and staring at me with ah, ah. And like, here's the thing. When you become a dad, you get woken up like so before I got woken up at eight in the morning from my friends calling me and be like, yo, dude, where the fuck is my car? Now it's just my baby being like, yo, dude, where's my meal? Very <laughs> yep. real thing. So it's not so different. It's you know, it's not bad. I started doing sports podcasting, just transitioned over. Um, doing that and uh, 
the fact that I jumped back into wrestling podcasting two weeks after I said I wouldn't anymore just shows I would do anything else but watch the Dallas Cowboys play football. Uh, <laughs> How's that working so, out for you? Yeah, I'm not watching the Dallas Cowboys play football. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'd much rather than talk about New Japan. JPQ gets it. He knows. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Well, hey, well they, 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 so you're, you're holding up. That's really cool. And, and, and it's very cool as well that there's a bunch of people who decided to join us live here this evening to watch the proceedings and enjoy them together. Joining us live in the chat, such as Tim Traver. How you doing, Tim? Good to see you. Robert Sterling as well. Uh, we've also got Throwback, who's in the chat. Good to see you, Pat. Uh, we have also have Anthony Souter, who's pulling double duty. I don't know. He's like on screen. He's in the chat. I don't know how he manages that stuff. Our friend Ben is here as well. Good to see you. Shane Richardson. And we also have Nick Wolf who joined us and also dropped a super chat. Thank you very much, Nick, for that. And he says, if Lord Taichi isn't at least in the semifinals, I think wrestling was scripted. <laughs> get him to the semis. Get, 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 I mean, that could be a hashtag right there, right? Get Taichi <laughs> to the semis. That's one I would not get behind. But hey, let's, let, let's go right ahead. Let's start talking about the G1 because it's... I think the best definition to someone who's an outsider to to the G1 is to is to I think the best way to explain it is to is to call it a festival of wrestling, right? Because mm. that's essentially mm -hmm. what it is. You're argue, we're getting um, a month of arguably the best matches that we're going to see all year. Because because this is the time of year. I don't care if you're how tightly uh, kept your uh, your uh, 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 your match of the year list is it is going to explode by the time we're done with the G1 uh, when October ro rolls around mid-October this is the time of year where we really get the best matches out of uh, out of any promotion in wrestling bar none and this year we're set again to not disappoint guys because the two blocks this year are absolutely phenomenal I think I I don't know how much you can blame COVID for this one because uh, mm -hmm. there's something special going on here. Let me just run down the blocks really quickly. On uh, block A this year, uh, we have Kota Ibushi, uh, Jeff Cobb, Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takaki, Minoru Suzuki, Lord Taichi, Jay White, and uh, Yajiro Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp! <laughs> joins us as well and block b yeah. we have Hiro uh, hiroshi tanahashi juice robinson uh, hiroki goto toru yano yoshihashi two straps tetsuya naito sanada zack saber jr kenta and evil i think we got to start by talking about the big story here and it's how stacked block a is uh, john jonathan mm. we're gonna start with you mm. tell I, I mean both blocks are phenomenal i think that right. uh, i think we agree on that but my god there's something special about block a well yeah i mean i'm pretty sure everybody outside of Cobb has held an iwgp or never championship since at least in the last calendar year but maybe even since january like i'm looking through it now and it seems as if you know, everybody but one. Even our boy Ujiro? Uh, didn't he hold the trios earlier this year? Oh, 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 Maybe. oh, you mean, yeah. okay. I thought you were talking like important titles. Okay. 
Uh, well, no, no. I just said IWGP and never. <laughs> okay, okay. <right? laughs> but it's good to see. I mean, that championship pedigree is important, right? Because it allows for um, random upsets, people that we don't expect to win to, to pull up a quick W or a cheeky W or something along the lines to cause some upsets and intrigue later. Mm -hmm. I don't see as a lot of parity here. Uh, I still think your heavy hitters are going to to be at the top. I think maybe you see uh, a little bit more beefiness in the middle than what we're accustomed to seeing. Um, but really, I look at this and I say, for as much talent as there is, and there's a tremendous amount of talent in this block, mm -hmm. and it's, we talked prior to, very debatable whether or not this is an all-timer as far as block goes. I still think coming out of this, interesting enough, at least in block A, you know, we're going to see kind of the cream of this block still rise to the top. Anthony, what do you think about uh, about Block A in relation to Block B? So the more intriguing matchups are definitely in Block A, right? Like, like who doesn't want to see like say what like there is a conversation to be had about Will Osprey being in this after everything that happened over the summer, sure. But if we take that away and we just think about Osprey versus Shingo last year, who doesn't want to re see that match? Who doesn't want to see them go at it again? See if they can duplicate what we saw at Best of the Super Juniors final sure. last year. Um, they can absolutely work really well together. If you're absolutely insane, if you don't want to see what Kota Ibushi and Jeff Cobb want, can do together, um, Okada and Ishii is always a good... Uh, Okada and Ibushi and Okada and Ishii is interesting. Um, there's just a lot of really fun matches in here. And then you have Jay White to suck the soul out of every fun match. These guys can go on a streak. Hang on a second. And he... You, the Tokyo Pimp is in here as well as far as sucking souls out of matches here. Let's... Okay, but okay, but it's fun to see Takahashi get his ass beat. So sure. like, they're still fun in that. Jay White is amazing and a great heel, and he will make sure that you don't enjoy him winning the matches that he wins. And he will get six, eight, maybe ten points. It's Jay White. That's we know that's what we're getting. Yeah. Jay White's um, getting twelve, bro. I yeah, I mean Jay White's got to be a favorite for this block. It's it's going to be a good time, and uh, you know, two of these guys we haven't really seen. Uh, three of these guys we haven't seen in New Japan really because of the pandemic. So. It's like a reset button, and A Block is a great way to do a nice little reset going forward to the end of the year to Wrestle Kingdom season. Sure, absolutely, and we're going to get there really faster than in previous years. You know, they had moved the they had moved the G One to uh, to the fall because of the Summer Olympics uh, this year to make sure that there wasn't going to be too much of a conflict there. Uh, but yeah, we're going we're going to get to Wrestle Kingdom really really quickly after this. Um, uh, but we've been, uh, of course, we've been harping on uh, on on Block A for the time being. But uh, you know, uh, Block B does have the champ who's in there, uh, Tetsuya Naito, both IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champion. That's not to be neglected. Uh, however, you know, John, champions. Uh, I don't think in G One history the cha the reigning champion has ever won a G One. Correct? Uh, no. So the uh, reigning champion has not. And how fitting would it be for Naito uh, winning, you know, at the beginning of this year and it's his redemption arc. And, oh, finally, we can put that story behind us. And then he kind of goes through COVID year because, of course, he does. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like Moxley being a champion yeah. in the States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we mind. get to the point where now you can give him another accolade. And it's just one more thing. To put on Naito so, so people can continue to compare him to the greats like Okada and Tanahashi. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But yes, to answer your question, no, there has not been a, uh, a, a IWGP heavyweight champion who has gone on to win the G1 Climax. 
you know, since the since the New Japan Cup began, all, it, only since 2005, uh, not the New, uh, yeah, no, since the New Japan Cup, and you'll see the since 2005, no wrestler has won both the Cup and the G1 in the same year. No, nope. right. that's never happened up to date. So, Anthony, there's a lot of people who are sort of like breathing a sigh of relief and like, oh, thank God, Evil's not winning again. This, uh, thank goodness. Okay, we can move on. But I mean, he's. He's established himself as a, 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 you know, he's broken through a ceiling nonetheless. He, You'll never be able to take away the fact that he's been an IWGP champion, and that's probably how they're going to treat him nonetheless in Block B, right? It does add some legitimacy to, to Block B, right? Like, you already have it with Tanahashi. You'll lose it with Juice, of course. Um, Goto kind of brings you back a little bit. Um, but evil being there does give you the good storyline. I mean, you got the storyline in Block B with uh, Lij and former Lij members in there. Um, it's just a bummer because I feel like most of the matches that are in here in Block B we've seen several times, well, and they're not necessarily ones that I care to see over and over. That's again. an excellent point. And just before we get to that, uh, Throwback left us a super chat. Thank you very much, Throwback. He says, "Have a good show, guys. I'm listening to the show." And watching the Cowboys game at the same time. So there you go, Anthony. He'll he's got you covered on that, but he'll keep you abreast as to what's happening. Can't wait. Sorry, he's a Boston fan. He's not rooting for the Dallas. <laughs> mm. Wanna say hello to the first lady of the Mr. Warren Hayes show, Kristen Ashley, who just arrived. How are you doing? Um, but that you, you, you pointed out something very, very interesting here, uh, that I did want to talk about. I, 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 I jotted this down. Very interesting point in block B, there are only three fresh matches that we've never seen in here. Yano versus Kenta, which mm -hmm. I'm absolutely looking forward to, uh, Juice Robinson versus Yoshihashi, which I am absolutely <laughs> not looking forward to. <laughs> and juice and juice versus kenta okay those those are the three matches that we've never had on block b flip over to block a you have 14 first time matches on block a and i'm not going to run oh, wow. through all of them because most of them uh most of them uh thank you very much shane for the super chat are you jero <laughs> nine of them are you jero no, no actually <laughs> five of them are with cobb Jeff Cobb oh, okay. has has that like five sense. fresh matches here. We've got Suzuki versus Osprey, which is new. Shingo versus Okada, mm. which which oh. kind yeah right. We're kind of like yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit. Shingo versus Ibushi. We've never seen either. That'd be fun. Uh, Osprey versus Ishii. If you want to believe that, that's never happened. And uh, and yep. and but Takahashi does. Yojiro Takahashi. The Tokyo Beam. He's got five as well. <laughs> But Jeff Cobb also, he's at least five uh, that, um, so, I mean, John, that, that's, you know, to Anthony's point, that's really exciting stuff. Like, we've got, not only does Block A have the heavyweights, uh, figuratively speaking, but also literally, but figuratively speaking, but then it's all going to be in, in these fresh matchups that we've never seen before. Uh, I agree, except I don't think, it's a bad thing. And I never really have. And I don't understand the narrative that we've seen these matches too many times. You can't have long story booking if you don't have matches that transcend years and years and years. Right. So they, they have to meet up a couple times a year to make sense of that. And I will talk about that later when we get to a different aspect of this show. 
Here's what I like about Block B. I'm, I'm glad that John has uh, has a structure to the show tonight. I do. I wish you would have shared hey, it with when me. When you're retired, all you do is got time on your hands, Warren. You know. So. But uh, what I like about Block B is that it's the anchor of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. Um, I have I, I've been pretty um, pretty forward, pretty direct about how since they've come back from COVID, that COVID break, um, and. Uh, picked up with the New Japan Cup and then uh, Dominion and then the uh, Summer Struggle leading to the G1, that that's all kind of been a pivot. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. not focused on any of the storylines that they would have told, right? And they needed something to garner some interest, do some things that are different, get people reinvested back in wrestling, and whether that be the KOPW tournament, whether that be giving Evil a push because none of the Bullet Club uh, leadership is around, you had to do some things that you're not accustomed to doing. That's what we see in Block A, right? Minus Evil, mm -hmm. what we see in Block A is mid-card Okada. And is he still going to continue to be mid-card Okada? Are we getting the Rainmaker back? Is he going to get back on track, mm -hmm. right? Jay White's coming back. You got Ujiro there if you decide to do somebody. Shingo wanted a death match at Summer Struggle. What's he going to do with these fresh matchups that we've never seen before? These are all the questions we have in Block A. Block B, well, we know what we're going to get, right? We're going to get the ace versus Naito in a, in a, in a three-and-a-half, four-star banger classic that we're accustomed to seeing from New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're going to get Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. in the last time that Evil was interesting to me as a wrestler. Right. And that's fun. <laughs> and that goes back a couple years. We're going to get Goto and Yano and champion Yoshihashi for the first time. And we're going to see them battle it out between each other against one another. And can they make something out of the trios? Spoilers. They can't because it's the trios titles and Yoshihashi is a champion. But we have an anchor in block B and we're going to be reminiscent of what New Japan Pro Wrestling used to be and what they will be again by Wrestle Kingdom through Block B, and I think it's going to be more interesting than people give it credit for, although the matches will semi-feel the same. Yeah, I, I saw, and, you know, to, to circle back to your, to when you we started talking about it, uh, you know, I've seen that comment a couple of times, and it's clearly by people who've never really watched New Japan, who are like, why, do, why right. should we get hype at the same thing over and over year after year, Anthony? Why do we get hype if it's the same thing? I mean, listen, not to bring the other companies in here, but if you can consistently get on and watch the big North American shows, especially AEW, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown, I mean, you're watching the same shit over and over again on there, too. The difference is we kind of get, in the major North American companies, we get the same matches over and over again with no storytelling, to John's point. New Japan tells stories through matches. We don't get backstage goofy segments. We don't get interviews and social – like, we don't get all that stuff. We get matches and backstage press conferences, and that is New Japan. And you can't tell a story to, like, to equate it to, like, to football. Football started today, right? Mm -hmm. You don't get, get storylines between teams. Why do I care about my Texans playing John's Eagles if we don't have any storyline. We don't have a history between each other. It doesn't no. really matter. I don't care about that game. Why does it really matter? But John's team is a rival of the Cowboys. They play twice a year every single year, and it's great. So like to John's point, the, the matches in New Japan being duplicates, it's a completely different thing. Evil, the last time he saw Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. was when Evil was interesting to him. Maybe John is interested in Evil all over again after seeing Zack Sabre Jr. 
maybe Yoshihashi in these matchups we've seen forever actually doesn't suck in these matches and is interesting to see. It's just different with New Japan the way they do it. They they intentionally put these matches, and we don't have undercard matches this year. So it's okay to have some of these matchups that we have that we see all of the time because we don't have undercard matchups, and we haven't seen them a That's lot. That's right, year. and the the the, the Fine. absolutely the the only the only undercard matches that have been or that are going to be there are going to be young lion matches who are essentially going to be having their own like mini unofficial g1 amongst themselves right and they're so good too it's crazy they're really good. good yeah and, and, and like uh, and i know he's not making the trip because of covid but why is clark connor still a young lion do we do we <laughs> Man, know that's a great question isn't no. that a good question though mm-hmm. it's because they can't put it he can't get out of where he is and go anywhere to to start the process you know what i mean like he needs to go on an excursion somewhere but he can't go anywhere you know Mm-hmm. So he can, um, I, I guess they have to keep him around maybe to, 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 to shill uh, cleaning products on Friday nights. Hold on. Speaking hey, of excursions, <laughs> completely off topic. Where's Shota being kept? That's a very uh, Shota, good question. Shota's in, um, um, uh, He's in RevPro. He's in RevPro? Okay, I was just I was worried he was just like in the back in Jacksonville somewhere. No, 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 no. Held captive by Moxley. No, he's in Rev Pro. That's where he's doing his excursion. Okay. Now, Brandon Rita is at the LA Dojo. Um, Suji's back. Did someone go to CMLL? Maybe Ren did a quick tour down there, but I think he's with Ren. I think we're going to. Did he go to Ring of Honor? Yeah, Ren Ren went somewhere. I I know Ren's with the LA Dojo, but I think he went somewhere else too. Well, the, they'll be around. They'll be around. Yes. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. Uh. Let's. Uh, let's. Let's start talking about the blocks individually. Uh. We're gonna just jump right in. Start talking about it. Block A. Block A. Um. We went through the contenders earlier. Kota Ibushi, last year's winner, is in this block. You'd be hard pressed to not consider him a favorite. Uh, who, uh, let's start with you, Anthony Souter, formerly of Smart to Death. Um, you look at the lineup here, you see how things are going. Give us your gut. Who's, who you got there as your early favorites here? Well, we all, uh, we talked about New Japan Cup earlier this year, and I think we all talked about how we were wondering about Shingo. Would they pull the trigger on Shingo? Uh, they clearly are super invested in this guy. Um, they've booked him really well. Shingo to me has to be the favorite out of the A block. I just think he's an interesting person to face off with whoever wins in the B block, especially if it's an LIJ member. I, I'm you're gonna see like in the chat, we've already seen some people say they're picking Jeff Cobb. They're not putting Jeff Cobb over. I don't I don't think any company that Jeff Cobb deals with right now is comfortable putting him in any kind of high profile situation because he's not committed yeah, to it. anyone anywhere. No. And he can commit to NXT, which is where I think he'll end up. He could end up in NXT any day, and then all of a sudden he finishes the G1. You've made him your winner, and then what does he do? Drop the briefcase <laughs> before heading leaving Japan? Like you can't, you can't do that. So I, I've got to think it's Shingo is my favorite out of there. It's got Shingo or Jay White, man. I really that's where I see them going. I would love for it to be Taichi. Taichi's had a strong year. But yeah, I, I think I'm going with. I think Shingo is my favorite to win that block. I really I, do. Look, 
I think there's a reason why they had Shingo drop the never title before sure. before leading into the G1. Uh, because I, I, I was of the opinion that he was, he was the glue, his, his work during the COVID era was the glue of new Japan. I don't think anyone worked as consistently and had better matches than he did on a regular basis as never champion or even before, uh, uh, no, actually he won the title before going into COVID. So yeah, so there you go. Uh, I, I, th I think he, he's, he really held everything together. Hiromu as well, I think Hiromu Takahashi as well, but it's more maybe of his his personality, his charisma. I think him, it's more on another, it, it, it's it's another playing field as far as uh, as far as what he was able to contribute during this period. Uh, Shingo, for me, th this set, this set off an alarm, and I was like, okay, they because because the if you have a title in the G one, chances are you're not. Chances are you're not winning a block. Yep. And my God, I think that they might be ready to pull the trigger on Shingo Tagaki, big time, top guy for the company. And I'm going to tell you what adds the mystique that adds to the mystique of this. The final match of block A on October 16, the main event is Minoru Suzuki and Shingo Tagaki. So that to me mm. means that that match there is going to have implications for uh for the finals. I really really I really do. And so it kind of makes me think that they've got big 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 plans for Shingo throughout the G1. John, your thoughts please on your gut feelings or what we're talking about too, you know. We can talk about that. Yeah. Too. Oh, they're both good. Um, I want to sit here and I want to say Jay White. Now, I come on the Mr. Warren Hayes show every once in a while. And the one thing that me and Warren do, besides bicker like uh, uh, the Golden Girls, is we fawn over our love for Jay White and how much we enjoy Jay White. And the fact that he's coming back mm -hmm. and he's yeah. got a little competition with both Kenta and his leadership role in, in, in Bullet Club, as well as Evil, the up-and-comer, the newcomer to, to Bullet Club, and him taking the reins for a little while. It'll be interesting to see how Jay were to respond to win a block to be able to maybe see one of them in the final, and then where does the story go from there? Um, I think it's a story worth telling. Uh, in my opinion, he's the best heel in the business, which means that he needs to be elevated as fast as possible back to where he was prior to COVID. This type of tournament does that. However, there's another person who won last year who uh, has kind of had a, you know, a, an interesting ride so far this year, right? He he He's the fourth of the fourth in the, the double dash champion for the gold at Wrestle Kingdom, right? He had the poorest performances, uh, one could say, um, finishing in fourth place. And then... He goes on to win the tag team titles, only to lose them to Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi. Um, and his tag team partner just so happens to be on the other side, who won the G1 two years ago. And there's been this little um, senpai kohai type of ace relationship between the two of them. And my hope is, again, on the, in the effort of trying to get things back on track, 
that they continue with that story. I'm willing to be patient with Jay White. I think that because of how good he is on the mic and how entertaining mm -hmm. um, he is, that he'll be able to get back into the main event picture pretty quickly here. Um, for my dice, though, I want to see Kota Ibushi win this block. I want the stigma of the G1 and Kota Ibushi finally be put to bed, not because he won one, but because he can go back and he can win a block the following year. I want that story for him. I want him to be cemented as a New Japan guy even more moving forward. <laughs> and then we'll see what comes out of block B and who he faces. And that's I think that's where I'm leaning right now. Um, I like the idea of, of Jay White this year. Them mm -hmm. giving, the, giving him a bit of a different story, though. Because, you know, Jay White has always been about Bullet Club shenanigans, right? It's always been about... Yeah, it's like he loses a couple early and then he goes on a streak to finish very strong, right. like white hot yeah. towards the end. Yeah. And I kind of feel like um, they can't I, I kind of feel like they're this is what they're going to lean into, like the heavy bullet club influence. I think they're going to lean into that with evil, especially if you consider how the main event of Summer Struggle went on. I think that's probably going to be maybe something that they're going to 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 push harder in, but for evil. I'd be cool to see like um like a, a I wouldn't you can't call him a straight shooter because it's Jay White, you know, but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh the um the uh, he, I don't see necessarily him going going down a route where he's, you know, all out cheating and there's tons and tons of bullet club interference. I think, I feel like the next step for Jay White has to be a more serious competitor getting shit done. Jay White in the ring as opposed to, but I, how, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out here to both of you. How do you, how would that even be possible? Cause Jay White's personality is so slimy and conniving and contriving, you know, that's his, that's his thing, right? The the way you do it is you keep Gato with evil and yep. you let Jay White wrestle solo. Mm. And that, that'll take care of a lot. You, you'll get more uh, Jay White uh, versus Juice at Fighting Spirit mm -hmm. than you would, you know, uh, Okada versus Jay White with Gato. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think you, that could just be an, a nice nuanced way of doing it. And it will follow we'll, like sheep. We will follow that. Like, you know, we won't think too yeah. hard about it. If it plays into Gato really well, too. Right. So Gato with Okada, Okada, like he jumped from Okada to Jay White and like oh, Jay White went on his crazy thing. Now Jay White was gone for a while and he's all with evil. It works really well with that, too. looks like Gato just jumps around from whoever he thinks is right. uh, the best person for him to hitch his wagon to. Jay White looks like he has to work back and redeem himself. It's almost like an Okada story, but like an evil Okada story. Um, also, Jay White hasn't really fallen off because they sure book him strong. Yeah, no, they do for sure. Um, one guy that they probably won't be booking strong is uh, Yajiro Takahashi, <laughs> the Tokyo Pimp. Um, I mean, it's an... <sighs> This is, I don't know why he's in this fucking this, tournament. I, if it's not him, it's Fale. If it's not Fale, well, it's Tonga. If it's not Tonga, it's Loa. Like, it's it's just, you know. Yeah, but put Tama Tonga in here instead of I, Takahashi. I, don't, I think they're or, stateside and they can't get back. How did Jay White get back in Kenta? They're in the same damn state. I don't know. They figured it out. 
look, you know who you see the totem pole right there, I think. But but folly is a really good example. <laughs> yeah. Folly is a really good yeah. is is a really good example. Like he's he's been the like I don't know how you refer to his role, you know, over the past few years, but he's been like the cool down guy, you know, he's been mm-hmm. but folly is folly. He comes in, he's huge, he, you know, he's the the general, he comes in with the cigars and Already sweating. Already sweating, yeah, for sure. And I don't know, Yujiro, the, Yujiro you get the impression... I, he, I've never seen him have a good match. He had a match with Kazuchika Okada earlier this year, and he managed to bring Kazuchika Okada to his level. You know, bring <sighs> him down to his level. I don't, yeah. I don't know what he brings, quite frankly, here. Other than... I, I would have liked to... I would have liked to see them split Yoshihashi and Yano. I feel like they always block those two together. Like I, I feel like it's consistently those two are in the same block. I would have liked to them to like Yoshihashi's not my favorite guy to watch in the ring. I wouldn't pick him. But if if you could have had him bring up the rear of the A block, you bring like you take care of any weaknesses in that A block. Yoshihashi can sometimes put on a kind of sort of like Compre- like I don't know, like match that kind of sort of makes sense. I guess it's a lot better than watching the Tokyo Pimp. <laughs> Anytime. I think Yujiro and Naito back in 08 won the Junior Tag Champs uh, Championships, and I think that I think they had a pretty decent match with Liger. Well, mm. I mean, you'd hope so, right? You, <laughs> you couldn't have put. They couldn't have brought in like Nagata or I mean, like there's a lot of guys. Makabe. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't go with Kojima. Quite frankly. Or Kojima, yeah. Well, we got snubs. I well, mean, let's talk about some got... snubs. Go ahead, John. All right, I want to rant a little bit. So I'll let you guys, I'll just say a name and you guys can think about it until after I'm done because I won't talk about him. But Cho's the biggest one for me. And I get the junior's equivalent of it, but he ain't no junior and we all know that. Um, but for me, it's Nagata. It yeah. has to be Nagata, right? And, and, and here's the reason why. is because Suzuki uh, versus Nagata twice this year twice already in a COVID year have found themselves in a position to have two four and a half star matches. Now you can think of whatever you want about a rating system. What they are are very good matches, right? 10 times in the last 15 years, these two have put on three and a half star or better quality matches. Mm One-on-one you have it twice this year. You can have it again at wrestle kingdom. You can have it for the open weight championship, but before we get there, we could have had number three in this series during the G1 Climax. And the fact that we're going to miss that for Yajiro mm-hmm. Takahashi. I mean, it's as big of a snub as you're going to get. Right now, Suzuki leads the series two to one um, when they've met in the five-star Grand Prix. This dates back to 2004, the first time that they wow. met. Then they met in 2005, and then they met in 2013. So it's been a little bit of time. Since we've seen them, seven years since we've seen this matchup in the G1, this match has also happened three times at Wrestle Kingdom. This is a, we talk Long Stormberg, we talk about the same matches, Anthony, here in New Japan mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling year over year. Nagata versus Suzuki, for any reason whatsoever, yeah. I want it on my television. You had an opportunity in the G1 Climax this year and you decided to pass on it for the Tokyo Pimp, Mr. Warren Hayes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Anthony, what about you? Do you feel anyone has been uh, has been snubbed in regards? Yeah, to- I have two also, okay. mostly because John named the like I had four. John named two of them. So why is it in 2019 
we make this great big grand exception in the same year that we have the best of the super juniors in the G1. We are okay with the storyline that juniors maybe can compete on the same level, so we put Shingo and Will Ospreay on there. So explain to me why Hiromu Takahashi, who was in the New Japan Cup, and there is no best of the super juniors this year, and the Bone Soldier, why are these two not involved in this tournament? There's no best of the super juniors. That division doesn't need building, but at the same time, like I, I get it. I guess Will Ospreay and Shingo are technically still juniors, but I kind of consider them transitional heavies now. I don't really understand why you don't have the other two in this mm-hmm. tournament. I think that you could have left out, like, how many times do we really need to see Yoshihashi come through this and do nothing? Mm-hmm. Um, why do we need um, why do we need the Tokyo Pimp in here? If you're trying to pivot, like John has said multiple times, they're trying to pivot, pivot with your base, best, like, put your best foot forward, put those two guys in there. They're part of your top, what, six or seven, eight talents. Put them in there. Have them match up. You already got all of Lij and Block B. Fuck it. Put put, put Takahashi in there with it. Make it a, make it a make it a shit show. I mean, come on. Why why not? It'd be a lot of fun to watch. Well, I mean, there you. I, I my snubs have been covered. You know, basically, I you know outside of you, maybe going over and being like, hey, how come how come Moxley's not there? But you know, he's. He's yeah. got a heavyweight championship sure. somewhere else. So, oh, we would have had Miro in this too if it wasn't for COVID, man. We would have had Miro and Moxley in this it, tournament for sure. Yeah. Been, we could have we could have had Carl Anderson back. Could have had Carl Anderson back. Would have had uh, not Luke Gallows. What's he going by now? Uh, Doc Gallows is his old name. Doc, Doc Gallows. Gallows. Thank you. Well, hmm. I mean, again, you know, we're sort of complaining with our bellies full to a certain extent right it's like yeah. we're, yeah, we're saying yeah, we're yeah. hungry but we just stuffed out we're good our, our faces are stuffed with great time but you know it's still interesting to think about to talk about who who we didn't think uh who should have made it or not so yeah those are pretty much I, I if i can just toss in there i like the fact that they're getting away from juniors and they're going back to separation okay. again i think for covid being what it was and coming back and garnering the interest so it made a lot of sense for me for new japan Cup, mm-hmm. right but as much as we pivot into that uh, that contingency, uh, we got to get things back on track now to to finish out the rest of the year with whatever storylines we started with two years ago, Melvin Gato, right? Um, yep. And that's where the G1 comes into play. So then to throw in a Takahashi, to throw in a Nishimori, to throw a Desperado in there, and expect them, or expect me as a as a fan to to look at that the same way that I look at New Japan, um, they conditioned me that way, and sure. there's a reason I watch Dragon Gate, right? Uh, so. It's one of those things where I think that just from a historical standpoint, them going back to heavies being heavies and juniors being juniors falls back in line with trying to get the trains back on sure. track now that they've kind of, you know, been back that's, for a little while. That's a fair point. I and mean, best of super juniors is just five months away, which yeah. feels like any other year that would feel like a lot. But based on how 2020 has been the longest and sh- shortest year ever, um, that's really not that far away. I can take that. That's a good point. I'm going to say one thing about show the yo's injury is oh, probably the stuff. best thing that happened to him. Yeah. Which is unfortunate for yo. Don't get me wrong, but if dropping the titles, moving away from it, I, I don't, it's, it's really been a, a, um, a, a, um, a series of unfortunate events for yo, but a series of very fortunate right. events for show. Um, 
So but, for a show or like for show? For show, for show. Like it's for show, for show, right? I, he keeps saying Tokyo PM, so I assumed he was saying for show. But wow. that being said, as since we're on the still on the subject of the Tokyo PM, Nick Wolf left a super chat. Thank you, Nick, saying as long as Peter is with Yujiro. That's what he said. It's part mm-hmm. of it too. Yeah. She hasn't been around, so we'll see what happens. Want to say hello to Sefa, Andrew Huntley, and Mr. Fretz, who are all in the chat. Good to see everyone. Oh, and DGMC is here as well. Hello, DGMC. Um, so, uh, so in Block A, we talked about uh, we had with we still have to talk nonetheless about Will Ospreay. And I know you know there's uh, I I know there's a there's part of us that doesn't really want. But he is going to be, nonetheless, I feel, a big part of the uh, of the A block experience this year. Um, and um, uh, I mean, you know, we can we can complain about uh, New Japan just ignoring everything that's going on, whatever, you know. But the fact is that he's here. He is going to factor into uh, he is going to factor into the uh, into the block. Um, how much let's start with you john how much do you think will osprey is going to is there's a lot of people who are saying this is his year he's going to win um and honestly for my part despite everything that happened i still would not pick jay uh, will osprey to win the block or win uh or win the g1 this year my pick my pick at least for Bla- for block a would still be shingo um how, what, what kind of what, what kind of part do you think uh, Will Ospreay is going to play this year, John? Um, I think he will be top, you know, 40 or top four, maybe 40 percent. Like he'll be in the fourth, fifth, somewhere in that range. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think it's his year. I think the win for him is coming back and being allowed to wrestle in Japan right now. Right. I think that's yeah. the win for him. And, uh, you know, and read between the lines there. But, um, you know, if we're going to talk about him, let's talk about him. The cat's put on 35 pounds while being in quarantine, and it looks like he did it the right way. Uh, So he's coming back to establish himself as a heavyweight. And I look at the G1, and I look for an opportunity for him to establish himself as a heavyweight. Um, That's the part of Osprey that we have yet to see. And until they establish that, it doesn't matter how much you like the guy's offense. He's not going to get the IWGP push that you're looking for Mm -hmm. if they don't accomplish that first step. And that they can do that through the G1 and shit. They can do that through the G1 and then have him win the damn thing. But until you establish him as being a heavyweight contender, a heavyweight threat, him versus Osprey on the last night is going to tell us whether or not he's ready to take uh, that step into heavyweight for real this time. You know, they got to get away from him going back and forth, and they have enough right now in the junior heavyweight uh, to not have to draw from him moving forward. He went out of his way during quarantine to make sure that when he came back, there were no questions to be asked whether or not he was a heavyweight mm-hmm. or not. Does his offense change? Does he add to it? Do we see more rest holds out of him? Do we see more psychology, more ground and pound type of wrestling versus his aerial high fly, which I assume will still be there and be a great margin of his offense. But will we see that diminish over time? These are the questions I have about Will Ospreay, none of which I really care to think about because screw that guy. He's a bit of a dickhead. Uh, Well, bit. he is a dickhead. Um, Mm -hmm. With that said, you know, we got to break him down and coming back he's coming back in good form i expect a good showing out of him but now i don't see him doing anything of any significance other than setting himself up either for a championship shot 
against Minoru, mm -hmm. or finding himself in some type of storyline that gets him a tag team title shot, and they're going to start his heavyweight journey out there. One of those two things. Do you, well, Anthony, like, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people are banking, uh, looking at the cards and looking at the final night again of the, uh, of the G1, and it's uh, Okada versus Osprey. Uh, mm -hmm. It's third build. It, like, it's still not, you know... It, it was like I think he has top billing one night with um, with Ibushi, and then uh, second to top billing with uh, Jay White, and then another one with uh, with Goto, I believe. Um, it's not that they're it's not that they they don't see anything in them, but I don't know. I just I'm not feeling it. I mean, I think that they can go a Sonata type route with him. Um, you know, we get all super excited about Sonata every year. Um, not necessarily in this tournament. He's like he does well in the New Japan Cup, but we get excited with Sonata. Sonata is not really often top build, mm -hmm. but as they as they build him or as they've built him over the years, and then all of a sudden decided Evil was the one for whatever reason. Um, as they've built him over the years, you just see Sonata slowly would pick up like some pretty big wins. Him him being like that match on the last night being the third card with uh, third third on the card with Okada. Uh, this he's they've got to like like to to John's credit you have to build his heavyweight story at some point he's got to pick up some wins over sure. these guys is is he going to beat Ibushi in a main event I don't I mean maybe maybe probably not going to beat Jay White could he finally get his win against Okada sure and that's a great story because he's never beat Okada he's gotten really close a lot of times um, but he's not beat Okada before you got to build him somewhere. Um, we also have to get used to what he looks like. He's going to wrestle different. He's got 35 mm -hmm. pounds on mm -hmm. him. That's a, that's a lot of freaking yep. weight. And we saw, you can go look at old Kenny Omega and how just very Prince Devitt like he was when he first got into Japan and was wor uh, working the juniors. And then that boy got thick and he wrestles differently. Yeah. Sure, he still flies a little bit, but Kenny's a striker now. Um, he's a striker with some really, really dynamic suplexes and some powerful offense um, and he can just get in the air if he needs to what is Osprey going to look like that's the story of this tournament he not if his body's going to look that significantly different um maybe he gets some I, I he'll get a high profile win he might just get the Okada win he's getting a high profile win or two yeah but I, he's, I don't think he's a contender even I don't even think he's top 40 I think he's smack in the middle um I think like John said I think he already won by coming back to wrestle in new Japan. Yeah. He should be, yeah. Be happy with what you get and yeah. put over who they tell you to put over and put over Jeff Cobb, even though Jeff Cobb won't sign with Japan long-term. Let's talk about block B a little bit. We've been going on, on, on block a block B here. Of course you've got, you got the ACE of new Japan. Who's in here. It's clearly instantly a favorite to win. You have the champion Naito just because of the fact that he's holding the belts. There's, we feel there might be forces against him. However, John feels like there might be, this might be the time, you know, to sort of break that, that, uh, that stigma that goes along with being a champion entering the G1. Outside of that, well, you know, you have two high profile Bullet Club members in Kenta and, uh, and Evil. Uh, and you have the king of pro wrestling who is in this block here, hmm. John. The, wow. Like the, the, the king of pro, he earned the time. He didn't like head. wake up one day and say, Hey guys, print this on a t-shirt for me. 
He earned it. Toru Yano, the king of professional wrestling. The king, not the squire, not the duke. No, the king. He is in block B, John. How is he not winning? Preach it to the rafters, Warren. Because of politics. That's why he's not winning. Fuck! That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Kadani. Kadani over there at Bushy Road and his mountain of money saying that Toriyana, the man of the people, the plebs. Change.org. Shikabayashi, Jesus Christ, we're sending it to... You're going to get... My God. Unbelievable. That's how you bureaucratic red tape bull. Now, um... (laughs) I love Block B. I do. I love this um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, But the biggest one for me is that I really do think it comes down to... I think it boils down to two people. In my, in my eyes. And it's not Naito and it's not Sonata. Although I think that they're going to be great through this. I think LIJ's had a lot of storytelling up to this point. You need to start getting some other people involved. And because of that, I said I want to take a Bushi and block A. I would like to sit here and pitch Tanahashi, the ace. Go ace. Go ace. Go ace. Thank you, sir. Um, because of everything with him and Ibushi and the stories that they've been telling and ever since the Kenny drama and then he wins the G1 and then he goes on to win the championship and then Ibushi ends up winning the G1 and then Ibushi goes on and doesn't win the championship but then they win the tag team and you got this whole story that they've been telling them and it's still an underarching story because really Golden Lovers is the long story arc that they hopefully mm-hmm. will get back to. But this is what makes Tanahashi so so compelling and with him being out on um break for as long as he had this is the healthiest tanahashi we've had in many many years this right i don't think he's been this healthy since what 14 15 maybe um so we've got a fresh tanahashi you got a fresh ace and a mid-card okada and you sitting here and you got a pre pre-installed storyline with your former tag team champion oh by the way who's abushi there's a lot that you can do here, and I really hope that they pull the trigger on that, although we don't like to see the same matches in New Japan, right? Um, huh. With that said, <laughs> you have an opportunity with Kenta for him to go on and win the G1, then come back stateside and beat Moxley for the U.S. championship, and then bring that back to Wrestle Kingdom, and you have an opportunity to unify a belt here that's cursed and get rid of it forever. And if there's one person in New Japan Pro Wrestling whose character could pull that off, mm. well, my goodness, is it not Kenta written all over it? Um, that's an interesting story to tell. I don't think they would do double dash plus one, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think we would get that at Wrestle Kingdom. But, man, you got Kenta versus Naito again, and you got it with him being a champion this time. And maybe he unifies the IC with the U.S., then he just comes back with the IC at a later date and comes in and champions everything that Triple H said that he couldn't do stateside well that's a hell of a story to tell um i don't think they're going to do that but i think it would be fun for that to happen story i I do think that he does win the championship and i do think that there's a compelling case for him to win block b and i think of everybody that's not named tanahashi uh i i think kenta's your clear favorite in the block b at least in my opinion anthony what do you think i think that we are going to add to the tragic tale of the king of pro wrestling and what I mean by that is Yano is going to beat Naito. Sure. He's going to stop Naito's streak. When do, when do they face each other? What night is that? Probably three or four nights in. I'll find Sounds out. about Can't right. Uh, it's night 16, actually. Night 16. Night 16. Naito's going to be somewhere near the top of that, that, uh, that block. 
and Yano's going to win because that is what his purpose is. It'll be wonderful, just like it was when he beat Moxley last year. He, like, Naito won't emote the same way, but he does hate Yano. Um, we've <laughs> seen that a lot of times. He gets super frustrated with him. And all I care about in Block B is why the fuck New Japan doesn't give a title shot to the man that has earned it over many years now. He won't win the block. I mean, I'm with John. I think Kent is the favorite to win this block. I'm really just talking about Yano and how amazing he is. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kent, Kent is the favorite out of this block, and there'll be some fine matches out of it, whatever. Uh, but Yano's definitely going to win, and I'm going to I'm going to get increasingly frustrated that uh, he doesn't get a title shot. Just like in a different sense, Suzuki will have a good showing in Block A, not win, and will probably retire from New Japan without really ever getting a serious IWGP title chance. Mm. Um, Yano's is different, though. I, I just wonder how they're ever going to tie that story up. Because they'll go back to it at some point, but how and when? At KOPW. <laughs> In November. Ugh. The, the Toriano show. Yeah, the Toriano show. That's exactly. Show. I'll, hey, you know what? I will, ta- I will say this, though. I do think Goto has, is, is, a, is a good dark horse for the B block. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think they'll give it to Tana, but I just feel like Goto's always there lingering. He did last year. Um, wouldn't be surprising to me if we get like a Ibushi versus Goto um, final or even a Jay White versus Goto final for uh, for the G1. Um, I think Goto's a good a good dark horse, but it, I just it, I think they need to pull the trigger on Kenta for this block. Well, I mean, Goto last year was was part of that four way tie, right? He was part of the right, uh, right. He was part of the. Uh, uh, the the final four with Moxley and Naito and White, I mean that's yes. pretty good company. If he wants to, you you guys know how important momentum is in wrestling, right? Yes. Can that yes. momentum carry him forward uh, into? I mean, I, I I agree. As far as a dark horse pick goes, I mean it's it, it's absolutely fantastic. If you want to go full twenty twenty on us, New Japan, you make Yoshihashi win the block, right? But but then absolutely I lose all hope. Um, right. However, mm. you know the of course that was a joke. I, I think Kenta is <laughs> is is a good is a good pick if they decide to go with with Ibushi, uh, which is John's pick. Uh, that being said, I I do believe that inevitably. Tanahashi is the guy who's going to win it because of that built-in story we were talking about. Um, But look, here's the thing. My record in predicting New Japan tournaments is shit. It is bottom basement garbage shit, right? Um, As far as, uh, except for the New Japan, uh, for the New Japan Cup U.S., that I I scored a perfect 100 on it. It is yeah, you nailed it that. is officially my favorite tournament in all of New Japan. I got every <laughs> bracket, every everything, perfect. Anywho, um, this the um I I think two of the compelling stories here within the block three, if you want to count, um uh, uh Juice Robinson's attire, uh the uh. LIJ, all the LIJ members are all in this group. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something interesting. That's that 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 would, or at least former, in the case of evil, you know, the, 
the the tensions are all there. But I I think one of the big stories in Naito's B block here is going to be establishing contenders for him. Because uh, I, I don't think he's going to win the block uh, because of the championships. I think this is going to be more of an opportunity to create uh, to create mom- um, contenders for him. Like, I think... I do believe that Yano is going to... I, I do believe Yano is going to defeat him. Because that's, that's what Yano yeah, does. Sure. And then he never cares about cashing in his... Go, go, going to uh, going to the the booker and saying hey I want my match he just doesn't care about mm-hmm. that uh, so I think I think that's one thing that's going to happen uh, you want to continue talking about Yoshihashi Yoshihashi's uh, uh, Cinderella 2020 have him score a surprise win on Naito you know and shake our boy up a little bit make him a little more worried it's I don't know what the positioning of the matches are. Um, of these two matches are on on the cards, but it seems to me it would be really interesting if you know uh, these two uh, these two matches sort of rattle Naito a little bit, and he comes in full force for the end. I there's there's something very interesting here. He could even lose to Kenta. You know, there's a lot of really interesting stuff. I You'd think they'd have they, they'd have um, you'd think they're going to have him defend the title once before Wrestle Kingdom after this, right? So yeah, they have to create a contender somewhere. Yeah, there's like what Power Struggle comes between G1 and and yeah, uh, I think so. you have uh, Power Struggle and KOPW. Yeah, they're still doing um, both. November, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do both or not, but maybe I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they turn it pretty. I quick. would imagine they keep Power Struggle. That's usually where they do one of their top matches. But I mean, I guess main event last year was uh, Jericho versus evil. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jericho right. versus evil. Right. Then you had Jade mm-hmm. versus Naito for the IC mm-hmm. title. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that happened too. No, Jared. Yes, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I like Kenta. So Kenta Naito end of the, uh, last night. Right. Here's what I like. I like, because it is a shortened year. So th- this is good. Um, I like Kenta doing everything human, like dominating Naito for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I forget how long the match. I think it's a half an hour, right? Um, 30 minute match. Dominates him. Can't beat him. Gets the draw. Still wins the block, right? And Mm. now he's got to go on and beat Ibushi in the battle of the bull haircuts between the two of them. And then continue on to then go to Wrestle Kingdom, and now he's got to do it on the biggest stage of them all. And pretty much the entire time, now Kenta gets to say, I owned you, now I got 60 minutes to hurt you instead of just 30. I think that's a nice way that you could present this. Mm-hmm. Not to mention they've already met earlier in the year, so there's already revenge on Kenta's side because he lost the Naito for the title in, like, February, right? So... Uh, or New Beginnings, I forget when. Um, so I, I just think that you can continue those arcs. So... Yeah, that that actually makes a lot of sense. That 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 makes a lot of sense as well. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it it seems to me the talking. Well, okay, let's talk because I was like, it seems to me the talking points for Block B are always you know sort of turn around, you know, Yoshihashi and Juice and Yano. But what are they, what are we gonna do, what are we gonna see with our boy Sonata? What are they doing with our boy Sonata this year? Right. I mean, it's right. been Sonata's year for the past four years. 
What are we doing? Yeah. I I I hope that because I do think it's a placeholder year for him, unfortunately. I want him to be the cornerstone of LIJ. Yeah. Right. Uh Shingo's pretty much one foot out the door, right? Evil's already gone as tag team partner. Haramu's, you know, chilling. Uh, welcome back. And he's the craziness. And he's really the one with the love fest with with um Naito. Sonata's got to be your soldier, right? And he's got to be the one that solidifies the lines, and he's got to be the one that goes out and recruits the new members, right? And he's got to be the one that blazes the trail for LIJ moving forward out of 2020 into 2021. And you got to start that sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. So they continue that. He kind of builds the faction up underneath of him. He's the one that kind of begins to be the face and raise, rise through the ranks a lot like uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was doing in Suzuki-Goon before Taichi came out of fucking nowhere. And, um, you know, you give him that story, and then you let him champion his main event run sometime back third of 2021, right? But for now, keep him on ice, but you solidify LIJ with him. What do you think, Anthony? What's up with what's up with Sonata? So part of me wonders, because this is just what I do with wrestling, part of me wonders if the reason why Sonata is in this placeholder year is actually not so much that it's a placeholder year for him with New Japan, maybe he's gone. Like maybe he they're not getting a commitment from him as far as where he's going to be in January after New Year's Dash. Uh, maybe he's one foot out the door himself. Maybe he's heading over to North America to work for Vince McMahon or work for Tony Khan. I, he's someone that would work really well over here. I've always thought that he was kind of going to be one of the guys, one of their their guys that they like that's at the door. And it is awful weird that they just pivoted to evil out of nowhere. Um, I think Sonata will have a good showing. He's going to have good matches. Uh, him versus Zack Sabre Jr., guess what? It's going to rule because they're, they oh, that match always rules yes. when they wrestle each other. But I, I think he's going to finish in the middle. I, I think that at least for now they're done with Sonata. Um, they won't have him at the bottom of this because they're not going to have him below Yoshihashi. He might finish below Yano. With that, I mean, like whatever, it's Yano. He'll finish where he finishes and it doesn't really matter. Um, I, but I think Sonata is going to be middle, maybe even like the bottom part of the middle. Um, it just feels like something's weird with him as if maybe they're not as committed to him or he's not as committed to new Japan. It's weird. Cause every time we think we've, we've have, we have the Sonata push figured out. It, it just, whoop. They just, well, we never could figure out the Naito push either. So good point. That that's a very that's a very good point. And and we know they like him. Oh yeah, and and so does so does the audience. You know, uh, people are split on Sonata, right? He's he's, he's nonetheless yeah, he's a, a controversial wrestler. Yep. Yeah. So who have we got? We're are we are we pretty like? It's hard to it, it's it's a tough one here. We've been talking about Kenta. I've talked about Tanahashi, but to me, it makes sense if Ibushi goes over on Block A, which I don't think is going to happen. It's it's I a weird one. I, I'm not much of a betting man. I'm more of a I don't know what to do kind of man. I I think that I can see it's I I can see Lij Bullet Club being the the finals here because that is the story that they kind of start they started when they started back up from covid was evil obviously defecting over to bullet sure. club um it's not going to be like it's too obvious to have an evil versus shingo or a sonata versus shingo I, shingo versus kento why not you get shingo 
kind of the third guy of LIJ that maybe isn't as committed to LIJ as he was before versus Kenta, who is kind, I mean, depends on how they feel about him, whether he's like a quasi leader or like the third guy in Bullet Club. Mm -hmm. You still have some soldiers from those two factions facing off for each other. And then if you, you get Kenta going over LIJ, Kenta versus uh, Naito in the Tokyo Dome main event, um, assuming that they're able to have fans, they hate Kenta. They cannot stand Kenta. All the heat in the world. And so if they decide to have Naito lose in Wrestle Kingdom in the Tokyo Dome, guess who's the best, best person to eat all that heat? Kenta. What do you think, John? I like it. I like it. Um, I conservatively, the thing is that it's so much fun to go on. Like I got this whole thing built up for Goto and how you do it and how it makes sense. And you go through Jay White and I got, you know, I can take these. Hey, I love Goto winning. Me too. And it's due. Um, you know, for him to get back sure. into the IWGP championship picture. That's not the point, though. Point is, is that the 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 quickest way between two lines is a straight, or whatever that line is, quickest way between two points is a straight line, and that's typically the route that New Japan takes, especially on the road to Wrestle Kingdom here. So, to me, it's either Ibushi versus Tanahashi, or it's Ibushi versus um, uh, Kenta. I know people are going to be upset with Ibushi winning it because it feels like he's won a lot of secondary stuff since he's committed to New Japan, but it's kind of the way they do things. So yep. uh, I'm going to stick with Ibushi versus Kenta. I like face versus heel in any degree, and you get that with those two. There's a story arc built in. You can still have Ibushi versus Tanahashi in the co-main later. Uh, give me uh, give me Kenta for the W of the G1, and he does it against Ibushi. Yeah, I like that too because it also gives you. Sorry, Warren, I know you're with no, that's fine. There, Go but ahead. You also you also give Ibushi the option to get revenge about uh, like he lost opening night last year in Dallas mm-hmm. uh, to debuting Kenta too. So yeah. that's that's some oh god that match ruled. Awesome to see live. No big deal. Um, anyway, that match was uh, was great, and Kenta did, and Kenta beat his ass in that match it was really really bad real stiff um so you could have abushi get his revenge and start 2020 or 2021 fresh where japan loves to move past things and and do like what they're going to do and say covid was last year olympics are this year also here's abushi versus uh nayato hope they don't die i'm kind of digging the idea of ibushi like I really do think that because we have to think we have to think Wrestle Kingdom main event nonetheless, and I think there is a yen in uh, in uh, uh, Naito versus Ibushi, right? Yeah, but for sure. What if we do Shingo and Kenta for the block winners, and Kenta mm. wins the G one? Kenta has the briefcase. They usually have them defend it once, right? Right. Now, what if before the defense, you know, Ibushi sort of settles what he has to settle with Tanahashi? Remember, Tanahashi, this stuck with me. He says, Ibushi, I need you to become a god, right? When they were doing the, the when they were tag champs, it was like, I need you to become a god. And Ibushi's like, for you, I will become a god. Well, what if he becomes a god when it's time to rip Tanahashi's face off? Figuratively speaking, of course, and then beats Tanahashi, moves on to Kenta, beats Kenta for the for the briefcase, which would be a first, I do believe, 
It would absolutely be a first. And then we get to Wrestle Kingdom, and you have your you have your main event there. Because as much as I don't know, man, as much as Kenta is a fantastic heel and and great, is he Wrestle Kingdom main event material? Well, and I'm talking about 20, that's a great 2020 that's slash a great 2021 question. Kenta, right? If we were talking about 2014 Kenta, we'd be like, God damn, man, of course, you know, but I mean, 2019 G1 Kenta was definitely main event Tokyo. Yeah, to, to, like he was pretty damn fantastic this year. I guess we don't know. It's hard, he's it's pretty hard really to say. Yeah, he's pretty. He's he was very good, and then he was even good during COVID. His social media game is the best in New Japan true. right this now. This is true, and uh, and he's having a great New Japan OA uh, run as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so you get the Western exposure, which is always a plus. Here's the thing, though. So again, it goes back to you have to like this dynamic, which again can be blurred a little bit, but it's good guy versus bad guy. And that, at the end of the day, will sell better than anything else you put together storyline-wise. And when you have someone like Naito, who is the most popular wrestler in Japan to this day, not across the world, in Japan, he is the number one favorite wrestler of everybody. Mm -hmm. Except for that one town that hates him. Except for that one town that hates him. And then there's Kenta, who... Just hate. Isn't exactly loved by the New Japan Pro Wrestling fans, right? He's kind of looked at as an outsider. He's a guy that uh-huh. left. He's a guy that then went to NXT and was going to make it over sure. there as a day. Then he came back with his tail between his legs. Between before he even goes to New Japan, he goes back to Noah, right? And he does all this little stuff before finally signing and making an impact at New Japan. And when he came back, you know, although he did very good in Texas, he went back to Japan and he kind of fell a little flat. Yep. And he had this little aura win, and then he went against the wrestler Shibata, right? And that's no bueno, right? We don't like that as New Japan fans. There's a reason they call that guy the wrestler, and so he, he builds this heat. And now he's got Jay White, who, let's be honest, is really more—I know we say this a lot—but he's really more the Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's an anti-hero, right? He's so good at being bad that we love yes. him, right? Yes. And because of that, is he really a heel? Because New Japan Pro Wrestling fans know that they, they kind of match Westerners a little bit with regards to he's too good to hate, mm-hmm. right? We respect him too damn much of what he does. He's just too good to hate. But yeah. Kenta, well, he's a piece of crap, right? And so now if he champions Jay White and takes over Bullet Club, and now you really build that heat, right? And he takes out the Golden Star Boy in uh, in Ibushi in the Five Star, and he beats up the Night of White, does it. And now he gets to go on and talk all this trash for three months and kind of just rub face of whoever he wants at KOPW or Power Struggle or wherever it is and build upon that even more. Sure. Win the U.S. Championship from Moxley and go on. I'm sold. I'm, it's there, man. I think there's dollars in Kenta as a bad as the as the bad guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, yen. I believe there's yen, yen in that. Yes. Yes. We already got Kenta versus Naito earlier this year, though, didn't we? We sure did, but the test tells more of that short-term story. It's a, yep. Again, it's a placeholder year, right? You're not doing anything crazy. You're not going to burn any of your big yeah. stories, so why not revisit the well? And it'd work? It'd be okay? Yep. Absolutely would work. Yeah, I could buy that. Yeah. I, can, I, can, I can buy that. Just like I can buy Kota Ibushi coming out of nowhere and, and challenging for the briefcase and winning it and being like... Yeah. Oh, you can make the case Shingo to win. And then I mean, say, can you imagine yeah. 38-year-old Shingo at Wrestle sure. Kingdom against Naito? There's money there, too. 
you could have, yeah, you could always do more story. You could further the story of of Naito losing all of his friends too. Sure. I mean, whatever they're whatever they're gonna do, like as we see this tournament go on, we're gonna see who they think the fans are gonna be most appreciate as their main event. They are going to do something that the fans want to see in the Tokyo Dome that keeps people excited and like is like a makeup reset for hey, COVID fucked everything up, but 2021 is gonna rule. Here you go. But if you do that, it make it 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 makes more sense that it would be. It makes way more sense that it would end up being Ibushi versus Naito in the main event. Something about go to Ibushi winning the, the the briefcase after and saying G one. I don't need your stinking G one. You know who that'd be? Is he Dexter's from Dexter Dexter's Hello, laboratory? Hello, I am going to invent a machine to take away your briefcase. <laughs> Canadians don't actually know what Japan is. And then we've discovered that. And then it turns out that his sister is actually uh, is actually Tanahashi, and he comes and ruins all these, these machines. <laughs> Tanahashi is DD. I can yeah, see it. Tanahashi as DD would work. <laughs> <laughs> they have the hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it works. Well, there you go, folks. I went over the 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 G one. Regardless of anything we discussed here, I am willing to bet. I said I wasn't a, a betting man, but I'm willing to bet fifty dollars that nothing of what we discussed here is going to happen because they always manage to just like stun us and be like, all right, whatever we had planned, mm. it's there's there's no point. But that's what makes New Japan. That's one of the things that makes New Japan so goddamn special uh before we go i don't know like usually we say hey guys tell us what you have where they can follow us on social media but you fucks are all done so i don't know where can we send you amazon gift cards (laughs) always trying to get my address warren for the last time no i know but but anthony you actually you have you're hanging around you you do a, a sports podcast now I do. Yeah. So I've transitioned over to professional sports. We just launched a network this last week um, called Shooting the Sports Ish. You can follow that at Shoot Sports Ish. Uh, we have a lot of stuff going on. They're actually some of the guys on the team are recording NFL weekend week one recap tonight. That'll be up tomorrow. Uh, some familiar voices that you guys will know and Mags and uh, Tanner over at uh, Headlock Talker. They do a, a soccer podcast that comes out tomorrow. Football. We have UFC. We actually are going to have daily wrestling starting in the next week or two as well that I will not be doing, but we have someone doing that in the mornings um, over on YouTube. I don't know how to link the YouTube. There's not enough subscribers yet, but at Shoot Sports Ish, follow us if you're into that. Um, we have all sorts of stuff going on, and I'm still on Twitter at Tony G on Sports, at Tony on Sports. What is my name? Tony on Sports. I'm good. Tony G works for me though. It sounds like you're a like you're a, a listen a, a 90s you know soft rock flautist it sounds fantastic oh, yeah. I understand why this happened right. let me explain to you why this happened first day of school this year my students go hey mr Suter." i said what's up <laughs> i heard your podcast and i said oh no oh uh-huh and they said yeah do you sound like viagra and i said well oh, yeah. it's, it's time to quit the podcast you do <laughs> it's time you did. It's back. time to quit. It's time to change my name. I can get it Gotta for go. free, Mr. S. <laughs> and I was like, uh, that was a different Anthony Suter, the composer you find on But <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't me. They're like, it sounds just like you. And I was like, shut up, kid. You got an F today. Goodbye. <laughs> go away. 
Don't be a snitch. JPQ. Yeah. What's what's left of you? You can uh, you can find me at uh, your local fishing hole because I'm retired, man. Um, I'm hanging out, dude. I'm uh, watching a lot of Joshi going back through um, you know the archives of AJW right now. Um, some Gaia, some JWP, some old Triple Tail stuff, uh, and uh, Tajiri's Smash Wrestling. I'm doing a lot of uh, soul searching, right, on my journey of getting a better understanding of Japanese wrestling as a whole. Um, so I'm taking some time for myself right now. And wherever that leads one day, we'll find out. But for now, I'm retired. You can find me on Twitter at, at Big Paws on a Pup, just daily musings and such, and usually retweeting the Mr. Warren Hayes show. So, well, there you go. Mm. Uh, the mm-hmm. um, you haven't started a new podcast yet. I would suggest slow cooking. Ooh, I just did. I just had a brisket in the slow cooker just to piss off Anthony before what the show started. What the fuck is that? There you go. Yeah. You crockpot cooked a brisket. <laughs> yeah, and it was good too. I bet it no, was. It good it for was you good. for thinking out no, of the box. Thank you. God. Jeez, what are you making? Corned beef? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you don't make corned beef in a crock pot. I don't know what you make. You don't make brisket out of it either. My God, yeah, boys. You, you, corned beef is brisket. We're going to take... I got to take this off the air. It's going to get dirty in a second here. It's going to get rough. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wanted to, But thank you both both of you guys for, for uh, helping me start G1 season this year because there was a lot of withdrawal... That there's a lot of withdrawal that's going to happen, but this was this was good. This was fun. Thank you, everyone, for for joining us. Everyone who joined us live. If you liked what you watched, please do consider giving the video a thumbs up or a like if you're listening to this or a review, whatever. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast application, always appreciated. Just as every viewer, watcher, listener of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show is very much appreciated. Thank you very much, Anthony and JPQ, for coming over. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you both so much. Thank you all, everyone. We'll see you next time.